0: All,
1: none of us really know. <laughs> none I, of us know. really know. I know. No, I, I know. I know.
2: I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Right. Keith, what's up? Your boy? favorite movie of all time? f Nine. Oh,
1: good. Any other
2: choice than Remember the
1: Titans being number one? I'm curious. <laughs> I'm foiling mine,
2: but... Well, let's, let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good, I mean,
1: good I'm point not even come talking. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking at this point.
0: <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome back. It is Apocflix Movies and our weekly hangout show here called Apocflix Now. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it is Tuesday, and this is our movie hangout show here on the channel where we talk everything that is film current past uh future which is the main topic of tonight talking about stuff that is headed our way here for the rest of the year being that uh thursday i believe it is marks the official um end of the first half of 2022 if that is hard to believe um it is almost july everybody which is incredibly crazy <laughs> to think about uh but we're here we're excited we're ready to talk some movies uh and i'm here with mr brian ablis
1: what is up man how you doing I am a chillin'. Today's the first day in like three days I haven't watched a movie I haven't ever seen before. But there's still time. One Whoa, of them wait. Being... wait, wait. So uh, you in watched the last... a brand new movie for the past four days? Three days, I think, yeah. Three days, okay. okay. So, yeah, one of them being the movie that I got challenged
0: to. Yeah, which we're going to get to here in just a sec. Um, we're going to hear Brian's thoughts on A League of Their Own. Uh, which is a movie that's one of the best challenges we've had in quite a while uh, and was a challenge that was also made by myself, which, you know, has, has a part in that, obviously. So, um, you know, it, it's not just us two tonight, though. Uh, you know, usually there's three of us and, and he's here, but he's incredibly fashionably late uh, and didn't make the intro of the show. and Emphasis has on Gio the fashionably.
1: Emphas-
2: Emphasis on
1: the fashionably. Man, what's, up,
2: dude? what's going on, guys? It's it's really good to see you guys and it's really good to be here you know it's been a poopy last two work days and all is good now I'm with my buddies got the jack and i don't even know how much jack is in here but whatever it's uh party time come on brian hey what's in there mm-hmm. don't lie <laughs> it's, all, it's all scotch huh Just, oh yeah <laughs> the whole way mm. but yeah brian might be yeah. drinking
1: scotch next month which will be very exciting Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I should have came and visited you after work or after the movie. yesterday no, two days ago, I went and saw Lightyear at Doco. I didn't even think about it, Bro, You like? I honestly forget how like. Away. <laughs> I, I know. I honestly forget how like <laughs> close you are to the literal movie theater.
2: It's like you could like stand on the second floor and hit it with a rock right man but i mean movie theaters aren't a bad idea first off there's a lot of good movies but second escape the damn heat wave man we're dying up here in northern california i mean everywhere i mean record temperatures but man like i'm just i say this every summer i am not ready for it at all well it's supposed to not be 100 tomorrow for the first time in seven days so
1: uh woohoo 92
0: 92 is going to feel like a cool breeze. It's
1: going to feel like I a know. cool
0: breeze. Um,
1: My poor air conditioning is probably going to be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so look, it's
0: it's a very self-explanatory show tonight. If you see the title, uh, we're going to be talking about the movies that are headed our way for the rest of the year. There's a, a large chunk of them, both small, uh, big blockbuster, and anything in between. Um, originally, I was going to have us rank them. But I figured, you know what? Why not change the game and kind of open the much uh, the conversation op- up a little bit, and kind of go month by month and see what's headed our way for the next six months. Um, yeah. You know, July, August, September, October, November, December. We'll run through the biggest releases that are headed our way. Maybe some of the ones that may catch our eye a little bit. Um, and uh, not just to mention,
1: right before this, Jake literally named seven of my top ten in a matter mm-hmm. of. I mean, because there
0: is only there really is only like two handfuls maybe just over that get marketed like crazy as major releases and that's typically what we're going to talk about so more than likely our 10 would have been extremely similar um so it wouldn't have made it that much of a difference uh so let's let's just i was gonna i want to open the conversation up once we get there and kind of just have a fun back and forth about all these movies that are headed our way and break them all down but before we get to that, uh, as the show does every single week, we start here with a little thing called the Movie Watching Challenge. Um,
2: Oh, that was that. the did worst thing did you hear, my, boy- <laughs> did I you hear ever. my voice go out
1: <laughs> that was so terrible i went to do it wow. and my voice like did the whole puberty uh you're like the wow. unofficial
2: I theme. Know. movie it watching challenge out. and that was my just, voice
1: did not want wow. to do it that time that was, next, that was was <laughs> that was absolutely
2: horrible
0: well cluster, to say the least. if you haven't uh seen the show before thank you so much for joining us but the, sh- the show is very easy to get around uh we challenge each other to watch movies Uh, Movies we've never seen before. And last week, Brian was challenged to one of the movies that uh, has been around the ringer quite a bit here as far as challenge picks on this side of the table. And that is A League of Their Own. Brian officially, finally watched A League of Their Own. um, And he is going to talk about it right now. So, Brian, what did you think about this uh, legendary
1: sports film? I have a hot take on
0: this. Oh, God, here we go.
1: How is this movie not in the conversation as the best sports movie of all time? It is. Okay, because I feel like... <laughs> That's not a hot in- take. <laughs> okay. In the <laughs> intro of our Apoc we yell at... I yell at Jacob for picking Remember the Titans. I do not remember in that episode this movie being on... Because that,
0: fo- that was a football-based show.
1: Was it just football? No. That was just
0: football. It was just oh. football.
1: Okay, because I immediately thought of that episode of Apocalypse now and was like, how did this movie not get thrown out there? That would make sense. This no, it's... Yeah, go ahead. Go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, this movie is everything I hope for and more. This might be... I've been going back and forth whether or not this has been my favorite movie I've been challenged to between this and Breakfast Club. Those two, I immediately like. I was hooked immediately. Every character in this movie is is perfect, even though Gina Davis, the main character, is kind of unlikable. Like in my opinion, really? I found her. I found her kind of like.
0: It's just the older sister vibe, I guess. That's why
1: I don't know. She just it didn't. She wasn't warm to say the least. I think um well she didn't want to be
0: there she didn't she yeah. she was only doing it just to do it like she was more focused on eventually having it like she kept saying it throughout the film i'm just waiting for my husband to get back we're gonna have a family yeah. you know we're gonna have a family so
2: and yeah. for it really through.
0: yeah exactly and yeah. she's obviously being very overprotective of of kit um and that i guess for many viewers because kit's much more you know uh sensitive type we more we grow more towards her because she's not being as harsh as gina davis's character so i I get what you're saying i get it um
1: yeah i did it's funny because did you know
0: anything about this by the way before you watch it did you know like anything about the women's baseball league anything
1: i knew you know like anything about like the like the actual historical events of all this okay that's cool i literally knew that it was i didn't know it was a real thing Oh, hundred so, like,
0: percent. It was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I actually, mm-hmm. after watching the movie, like went on like Wikipedia and a bunch of other sites, like looking it up. Cause I was like, this can't be real. Like, how have I not heard about this? And then it's like, gotta be
0: one of the most accurate sports stories we've ever seen as it far was, as on screen goes.
1: Yeah. It was phenomenal. And most of it is pretty true to the history I mean obviously they have creative liberties a little bit but um, yeah I, I, I was blown away how much I loved it I, there were times where I was legitimately laughing laughing my butt off um, Madonna is hilarious in she's, it. So, she's, good in this. she's so good o- in this Rosie, o- Rosie O'Donnell is like perfect as well literally the whole cast in general is it's the best part of the whole movie because they are just so good um tom hanks haven't mentioned tom hanks once oh that's yeah jimmy hanks, I it's so funny though there i mean he obviously has played many of characters in movies it's funny because i just kept hearing like woody's voice a lot of the time because like woody has this like when he gets like all angry like, up it's like blah, blah, and that's exactly how he would act so like it made it that much funnier <laughs> to me because it's just like i just heard it i wanted to like that kid's still well i think his name Stillwell, was still well yeah still well like chocolate, <laughs> was was so the chocolate was it the chocolate bars. Right. Yeah. There's so many times I just like was hoping someone would just like push him into the <laughs> dugout because he's just standing up on the top, being annoying. I'm pretty
2: sure Tom Hanks threw uh, something at him and got. Yeah, he does. He, uh, he he throws a he throws a baseball or he no, throws a, a glove, glove
0: a glove and he hits him in the head. That's right. Yeah, and he like he like tips glove. over.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just waiting for him to walk by him and just literally just shove him into the dugout and fall. Yeah. Um. It's it's so funny because like when they, they did the who's all in the movie at the beginning of the movie, obviously. And I saw Bill Pullman's name go up and I was like, Oh cool. Bill Pullman's in it. Completely forgot he was in it. And so when the like husband pulls up, I was like, Oh look, it's Bill Pullman. And I'm like, wait, I mean, it literally says it right in the beginning. Like I already forgot about that. Um, how this movie only has 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. I will never figure out. Yeah, I, yeah, th- I, think we, I know.
0: Yeah. I think we talked about it last right. week when when you were challenged to it, Brian, is that if this was released today, it would obliterate. Well, I think like, that's what absolutely to just do. and I and I know that it's like great timing and Nussbaum mentioned in the chat, but the, the Amazon Prime series is very, very close. Um, if the movie were to come out today, it would have it would be received even better. And it's already considered like many people consider it their favorite baseball movie ever made. I um, and to think that it would even do better than that is pretty, pretty mind blowing.
1: I haven't actually, to be honest, now I think but I haven't seen very many baseball movies. The only one that immediately comes to my mind is The Rookie. I know because I
0: tried to do a baseball ranking and everybody was like,
1: I haven't seen very many. Yeah, and I'm I like, think
0: you
2: could. guys, uh, I, uh, don't include me in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, I'm including you in that.
1: Well, Stop. I, I, I will openly admit, like, I haven't seen, like, Fields of Dreams. Angel oh! Field. Uh, oh, I saw oh, that. What? that God. Boring one. Uh, that Don't say Moneyball. In- no. Oh, I've seen Moneyball. I like Moneyball. Okay. But, the Natural? Your, no, that's in your <laughs> Untouchable DVDs that you had. Oh, I am trying the point of the name. Hardball? No. Um, oh, Fever Pitch is great. That's one. Um, Sandlot? Uh, Bull Durham. Oh, my God. Bull Durham is not boring.
0: Oh, it is I mean, not boring. So boring. Bull Durham is one of the greatest... Bas- you know what, Brian? Just stop now. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> You're going to get me all That's, mad. you get me all on. mad. But
1: what I was going for is this is easily my favorite baseball movie that I've seen. I haven't seen Major League either, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon yeah, Major league not seen Major
0: this, League. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Major League is um,
1: great. Well, and Major League is... You know it's it's a very
0: I know we're talking about league of their own but I was going to bring it back to that. Major League is very it's a comedic look at baseball which is still very true in senses for that film whereas this is almost in a way the very serious side of it all obviously because the only reason that this all happened is because all men were drafted for the war. Yeah. It's the only reason that women started playing baseball or professionally anyway is because men left and there was no and baseball then and it still is to me. I know I know it's not to anybody. Um, but it still is America's pastime, even more so then. So they needed baseball. And the only option was women. But little did everybody know, there were some incredible women baseball players. Like, bonkers good, who crushed all over the place.
1: Yeah, it, it was honestly, like, one of my... It, like I said, between this and... Breakfast Club are my favorite challenges, I think, easily. Love uh, that. The Love fact that. that Hans Zimmer also did the soundtrack, the music for this. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, because his name popped up and I went, really? Like, that's one that you don't like immediately. Hans Han
0: Zimmer's filmography, if you go back and look, it's very weird. Yeah. It's yeah. very, very weird.
1: I immediately was like, okay, that was not a name <laughs> I expect to see anywhere near this movie. Um yeah it was like i i want to watch it again it's funny though because i was sitting here like obviously it's one of those movies to me that it was so good that like you don't want to see like remade at the same time like i kind of just sat there going like it would be really funny to like pick famous actresses right now and just like Insert them in the like exact role and recreate it. Like I was sitting there, like thinking, like who are some of these like big actresses that you could think of that would like play these roles? Let's say if this movie was made right now with exactly the same script, like who would you put as these characters? Like who would Charlie's throne? as who
0: as Dottie? Gina, G, D- as Dottie, yeah. I was, Dottie? That makes sense. Charlize Theron to... is body, and Anya Taylor-Joy is Kit. Because she's playing Poole. Furiosa.
1: Get, it? Okay, Get was, it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was say, trying to think <laughs> of... I was who... going to say Florence <laughs> Pugh, but...
1: <laughs> I was trying to think of who would play Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga, I saw Lady Gaga would, obviously. I was trying to think of who would play Madonna's character. It would, be, it would I, oh, obviously be Lady Gaga. Lady
0: Gaga, Lady Lady Gaga. Gaga.
1: See, now, I immediately went to Margot Robbie for it. Well, uh, well
0: I'm keeping it with the singer
1: vibe. Yeah, so. I, yeah. It's just like... Yeah, it go was ahead, just it was funny just because like I was sitting there just kind of like the fun of it just thinking like updating it like who would be each player. Also my favorite person was Marla. The the she <laughs> First it's, of all, she's an absolute beast. She is second so of all, when she starts singing funny. on stage, wow. I wow. I love Marla. That it was just so funny how she just like the the dad's like I thought she was going to be a boy, so I raised it just like this way. It was just, yeah, I loved it. It was a really, really good movie. Really good it's,
0: movie. See, I, I don't ever want to see it, be, and I know we have to move on because we we are running a little uh, long on this, but uh, I don't think I ever want to see the movie Remade. One, because it's a Penny Marshall film. Um, I, I think that these this movie should never oh, be touched as far as a film. I but agree. if you're ever going to do it, A series is the perfect version of it to remake it into something completely different than it is. You don't have to have the same characters, you can have the same teams. But we know that it ran a limited time because obviously men eventually came back from the war. You do three, four seasons on each season, boom, you're in the book. You have a League of Their Own series. And Prime, personally, is like they do TV series better than most people. It is 100% the best home for this type of series. And I know we got a very short teaser for it. But whatever it looks like, like, I'm excited to see it because I'm very intrigued about learning more about women playing professional baseball. The movie only touched so much. Over three, four seasons,
1: you can touch a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one, before we move on, the one thing that I didn't realize, because like I said, I knew nothing going into this other than it was women playing baseball. Um I did not realize that there like is a massive uh like his movie debate of whether or not she dropped the ball on purpose or not. Like
0: uh, it's it, like the it's like Han Solo. It's a hundred percent like Han Solo. I did not because I that's what up, I was gonna like, ask.
1: Yeah. She yeah. she
0: dropped it on purpose. I think so too. I I 100%, think so too. percent
1: It just it's funny because like someone that is like around i'm not the most well-versed in movies clearly by seeing but like i know of famous things in movies like that was like the first thing that popped up when i searched like a league of their own because i was looking up something and it was like did she drop the ball on purpose and stuff and i was like how did i not ever hear about this as like a it's one of those like did could jack have fit on the titanic's it's like one of those it's
0: her it's Dottie's um, uh, kind of like reaction slash response afterwards when Kit's being lifted up by the team. The way she looks on, to me, sells like 100% she did it on a purpose for Kit.
1: So. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I tend to lean towards that she dropped it on purpose just because of the way it kind of like played out. But yeah, it was fun to know like how, this is some big movie controversy thing that i would never even heard of until watching it but yeah i'm very excited to watch i haven't even seen the trailer yet for the uh show it's like I a think.
0: it's like a 30 second montage tr- teaser it's nothing like crazy the official trailer hasn't really been released yet um but it looks as far as like the setting and everything the outfits and all that it looks spot on so um yeah. i'm super super excited for it uh all right brian well the next part of this is you get to challenge someone um and I've been told it's a little bit of a wrinkle mm-hmm. from here in the movie watching challenge. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and drop a uh, said bomb to us and the viewers? What, uh, well, I mean, I guess what is the challenge? Who are you challenging? And, and what is this wrinkle?
1: So I was hoping Keith would be here. Cause that's who I'm challenging. Um, right. And I'm going to do something completely different. Now we've gotten to the point where Ooh. your old friend, Brian has basically seen like none of the movies that are left to be challenged by anyone on Apocflix. So I went to my old teacher way and decided to do a wheel of names, if you will. Oh my god. That's what it's called. This what? happens to be the list that one Keith Barnes has. And I have not seen any of these movies. So we are going to let fate decide. And I'm gonna click it, and it's gonna pop up and tell us what Keith is gonna watch. Can we put bets? What's what? What's the bet? I mean, there's like thirty something of them, so go for it if you want. Uh, (laughs) By the way, actually, I I have seen Black Swan, but I was like, "Mm, I don't feel like picking that one. It's gonna land
0: on yellow. Okay, so he's seen Rush, so we got to keep that in mind. He watched that last time. Um, I think. I'm going to take a chance and say it lands on the color of money.
1: I'm going to go with The Visit. I don't know what that is, but it just looks like it's going
2: to be. It's an it's M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh. And I'm going to take Punch Drunk Love. I oh. almost went that one. Okay. All right, Brian, go for it. All right.
0: Color of money, color what, of money, color of money, color of money.
1: This is what I do for my kids and I can't pick on them. What the hell is double anemone?
0: The hell is that?
2: Wait, that, that was a just movie? the warm up. Let's just do it again.
0: Wait, Keep what on. is double in- indemnity? What is that? Indemnity. I gotta look this
2: up. Let's look. Everybody, double Google in double indemnity. indemnity. It's a
1: 1994, no, 1944,
0: no, it's a 1944
1: movie. What? Um, it's a, a
0: classic film noir. Okay, I'm game. I'm game. Okay. So
1: that I is no by idea. far
0: the oldest film that has ever been challenged.
1: <laughs> I know. Look I at love Khan. Love- of yeah. course you
0: know, Khan. Of do course it. you know.
1: I I have no idea. How do you but, guys uh, know this and we don't? What the hell? Wow, everyone
0: I, knows, uh, man. Well, Maybe we need clearly, to do a watch a lot. We're, we're a bunch of losers. Why are we doing this show?
1: Clearly <laughs> it is uh, good because a lot of people do it or knew it already. Oh, that's a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, so. All
0: right, well, there it is. Uh, Keith, that is the movie you'll be watching, my good sir. If you're watching now, boom, there you go. Uh, I'm sure he'll pop in a little bit later on the show if he's not too busy. Um, and you'll be able to see his review next week. So with that said, let's go ahead and dive into the rest of 2022, gentlemen. Um, we have a lot of movies coming out the rest of the year. A lot of cool movies, a lot of different movies as well. Some movies that obviously could be pretty much uh, great to movies that may have questions to movies that uh, have a lot of mystery around them. So um, let's just start. I think the way that we're going to do this is maybe go month by month and talk about the, the biggest movies of that month. It's just the easiest. Um, I'll make sure to kind of keep time, uh, track of time. That way we don't spend too much time on one movie. That way we have enough time for everything else. But obviously. So let's see. This weekend, which is July 1st, so it's officially the beginning of the second half of the year, uh, we have Minions, The Rise of Gru, which is the uh, another animated Minions film. I don't know if there's much to say about it. It's coming out. Not sure any of us are really going to go see it in theaters or not. Um, does anybody have any thoughts on that before we move on?
1: Uh, I'll wait for it to be on streaming.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, so that leaves the next big movie to come out, which is the first major movie of the second half of the year is Thor love and thunder. Um, Thor love and thunder comes out next week. We have tickets. We'll be watching it Thursday night. Uh, you'll be able to see an early review from us that night outside the theater. And then we'll talk about it the following show. Uh, we don't have to spend too much time on it because I'm sure we'll do a preview episode, maybe a little bit next week. And then obviously it, it's been talked about enough on the show kind of leading up to it. Uh, but let's open up the conversation here about maybe some things that we're looking forward to. Maybe a few things that maybe have us questioning it. Um, And just overall thoughts on the movie going into it. Uh, Floor is open, gentlemen. Whoever wants to start. This is just Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder.
1: I mean, I freaking can't wait. This is... I'll say this. For the movies the rest of the year, this is my number one. If we were ranked. Overall. Overall. The rest of the year. Yeah. Well, take the floor, man. I mean, it just... what your director is like batting a thousand like what
2: I what mean he last, is you're right he is what right. is the
1: last thing he did that's bad so like it, that's nice Nothing. going into it um the the variety cast that's going on in it with it's like you have the guardians you have the classic thor people literally you have jane who you never thought you'd see again you have um uh, isn't lady sif supposedly in this
0: lady sif is in the is in the movie as well yeah
1: so you've got older characters that are coming back you have christian mother effing bale as your villain and i don't give a crap that he doesn't look like the comic book character because he christian looks bale. so good i'm you sorry don't put, you don't put alien makeup and make him unrecognizable when you got christian bale as your main villain sorry there's, i don't there's care.
0: nothing wrong with uh, adapting the character the way they did for the movie. Like, like Brian said, you have someone like Christian Bale. Obviously, you're going to make sure he's recognizable. Um, there's two real big reasons why I'm looking forward to this. One is, is Christian Bale, and two is Natalie Portman. Like, uh, obviously, like Thor, Thor, and I, I, luckily, we've already seen the early reviews, which a movie that's had a premiere this far out usually is a really good sign. It's a really, really good sign if it's this far out. Um, but bringing her back and bringing the story in that they're telling with Jane Foster. And if you don't know in the comic books, the reason why she becomes mighty Thor or not the reason, um, but Jane Foster has cancer and her being Thor kind of subdues that while she's Thor, um, while she's wielding the hammer. So I'm very intrigued on how they're going to bring her in. Um, Obviously after the snap and everything as well, Uh, everything with Zeus and the gods like, there's so many things to look forward to. Oh, and Brian t- mentioned t- it's, it's Taika. Uh, it's Taika Waititi, and, and he can do no wrong at this point. Everything he touches pretty much turns to gold, uh, whether he's starring or directing. Uh, you know, and, and I just... There's so much to look forward to. Uh, the Thor franchise, for the most part, I mean, has picked up steam as it's gone on. You know, I know you can kind of argue between one and two, obviously, but when Taika stepped in for three... And then his whole story just shifted after Ragnarok into Infinity War, Endgame, and now this. How can you not be excited for it? You, there, there's no way you can't be excited
1: for it. I mean, without Ragnarok and Taika, I personally, I think Thor would be a dead character at this point.
0: I don't oh, know Chris if he would have died. Would be out. Yeah, I think the I mean, character he... would have found his way out somehow. Yeah, I honestly, like, I obviously we haven't seen Love and Thunder but I see there being another movie after this. I really do Oh, don't. me too. Like, it's... I, just, I think the franchise has really capitalized on having Tyka and the Chris Hemsworth team um, and the addition of Valkyrie, bringing Natalie Portman back in. Like, There's just so many things to love and look forward to. I could see
1: a lot more stories with this character going forward, for sure. It's funny. It's, in my opinion, it's almost like his trilogy is starting at Ragnarok. Like I would not be surprised if they give him another movie, and like you've got like the Taika trilogy essentially. Well, is one. quite honestly, Brian, I would almost say
0: this is the start of a new trilogy. I think Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame are a trilogy for him. Yeah. That story yeah. that no, he went no, through no. through those totally th- those argument, three movies yeah. was very yeah. much a story trilogy for the character, and this almost looks like a completely different story from what we've gotten, obviously. But you, I mean, look. I don't know if Thor is one of your, your excited most excited characters or yeah. whatever, but I know you're a big Valkyrie fan as well in the addition of Jane. Yeah. What are you thinking about this?
2: No, I I love the female power in here, you know? And you throw in Lady Sif, who I knew nothing about her being involved in this. Um, oh, so I love I her, by you. the way. Jamie yeah, Alexander, I love her. Yeah, totally. Um, and for me, one thing that I'm very curious about is this will be the first Thor solo movie Where as of right now, I don't know anything, but Loki will not be involved at all. Correct. So, what kind of Thor are we going to see? Obviously, in the trailers, he's kind of uh, doing having a uh, what do you call that? Return to form. You know, he's working out again. He's not really. He's loving himself again and just being positive and embracing the strongest Avenger. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) the hat. Um, I like that uh, the Guardians will be involved, I would probably think, up until the end of the first act. Um, That's something that, you know, leaving Endgame, I wanted to see more of. Maybe not a whole movie, but, you know, the Asgardians of the Galaxy. And, of course, Christian Bale. Like, I agree with you, Brian, okay? Like, anybody who's being uh, overly critical about, you know, the way a comic book character is adapted for the big screen live action... uh, you know that well as a DC fan, right, Gian? Yeah, no, totally. And, you know, I I, I don't argue that at all. Whether it's <laughs> uh, DC, Marvel, or, you know, outside of that, like, like the boys, you know, um, I just, I, I don't subscribe to that, you know. Now, obviously, there are iconic characters who mean so much on a cultural level that should remain the same, you know, Black Panther and whatnot. But that's a different conversation. Um, I am looking forward to this one. Jake, I don't remember. Did I... Reserve a ticket or no? I have one for you. <laughs> okay. See, my boy, got played,
1: me. you almost played a stupid game and got a stupid prize. <laughs> but you're lucky he. he I doesn't.
2: usually do. I'm the, too the,
0: nice the, of a guy because you don't effing respond to text messages.
2: I usually do the Disney Plus GIF, you know, in there and whatnot. But yeah, thank you. Thank you, buddy. I'm looking forward you're to well this on. one. You're welcome. And I also on. want to see how this. Shakes the MCU, you know, and what capacity? Oh, Geo, Geo, I don't know if you watched
0: Rewind last week, but I dropped something with Brian that could be very, very interesting. Uh, so, so I don't we're think all going to have to go it. back to you Rewind and I last week
1: afterwards.
0: Was it during the show or afterwards?
1: It was afterwards because I okay. okay so anyway, me. I'm
0: going to drop it here. I'm going to drop it here. Okay. So, well, well obviously, let me tell my
1: part and then y'all let you do it. Okay, I'll I tell mean, what you what was your part. So, I. Had heard i went geo on this and i heard a rumor that someone from ted lasso was being courted to play a character in the mcu got it and so i was i mean there's three main ones you have ted lasso uh what what is the main rory No,
0: no, no! Oh, uh, Um, oh, god! I don't know. Just move on, move on. Okay, Uh,
1: the manager and Brett Goldstein's uh, Roy Kent. Roy,
2: yeah, Roy, 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 Roy. Jason Sudeikis, Brett Goldstein, and who
0: does who does uh, who does Juno Temple play?
2: Uh, hang on, I gotta go down the list. No, I'm trying. It's I don't. She's not on there. What? No, I don't see. What? Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. Anyways,
1: so I had heard a rumor it was one of those three because it said someone that had one Keely, a- Keely, Keely.
0: No, oh. not Keely. Uh, Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca.
1: Okay. Thank you, God. That was gonna annoy the hell out of me. So I had heard it was one of those three because it was someone that had just won an award. So then I was on just Instagram randomly, and it like every once in a while, when you're doing the search, you get like random pop-ups of like this person's cast is blah blah blah. And it was Brett Goldstein, Roy Kent playing Hercules, who's been rumored to be coming oh. in for a while, which I freaked out because that's who I've been. I wanted him over the three that were announced, to which then I told Jake, and Jake came up with this theory. So, okay, so obviously the movie is about Gore, the God Butcher, right? He kills gods. That's
0: his whole entire goal. All right. Now I'm taking bits and pieces. And and this could be considered, I guess, spoilers because if I'm right, it's a spoiler. So I don't want to go to. If you guys don't want to listen, that's fine. I understand. But there's a scene in the trailer, I mean, yeah. where Valkyrie is holding Zeus's lightning bolt. Okay, she's wielding the lightning bolt up against Gore. Now my idea is, what if at the by the end of the film, Gore has actually succeeded and killed all of the gods, Zeus. Brothers, family members, relatives, whatever it may be. And at the end of the film or post-credit scene, right after Gore is defeated by Valkyrie, Thor, Mighty Thor, right, they're the only three gods that remain. At the end of the film or the post-credit scene, Hercules is introduced, but he finds the remnants of the dead gods, Olympia. but he finds connection. To Thor being there, and we set up a Thor versus Hercules film where the two are going at one another. And Hercules is actually the only final Olympian god left
1: after Gore kills them all. Just saying. Which Hercules in the comics often... They have a fight. Thor and Hulk, those three are quite often going against each other. Just saying, it's very possible that the post-credit scene, at the
0: latest, could introduce uh, Hercules and set up a fifth Thor film that's essentially Thor versus Hercules, where Hercules is hunting him down, thinking he's the one who butchered all of the gods.
2: I would do that. All I need is Brett
1: Goldstein playing Hercules, because I'll be wild, wild.
2: Yeah, especially if they fight in the comics so much, you know. Yeah, they they, hate butt heads a lot.
1: Hercules, Thor, and Hulk are constantly. And there's another another wrinkle to this,
0: Brian. There's another wrinkle to this that I didn't tell you about. In the comics, one of Hercules' most popular allies
1: is Beta Ray Bill. Mm. Mmm. I mean, and we could also... Just saying! We could also say that maybe he's in the movie and we don't know because that what people have been saying that someone was edited out edited out in that one shot of it's like Thor, Korg in a giant blank space. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see in two weeks. Um, okay, mind. we've spent too much time on Thor. <laughs> yeah. There's our thoughts on that.
0: Um, all right, so I'm going through this list, right? We have uh, July 15th. <laughs> a couple big movies are announced or are coming out, but nothing really that we're going to really talk about. We have Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. And then, where are the Crawdads sing? Um, which is a book adaptation.
1: I'm looking forward to that movie as well. I very much want to see this movie because, and I purposely didn't read the book because I wanted to read the movie or watch the movie first. And it's done by Reese Witherspoon's company. Gabby's very
0: excited for it. Yeah.
1: And it's done by Reese Witherspoon's company who did Big Little Lies. Uh And I am extremely excited for this movie, I think it looks fantastic
0: agreed um and then the following week july 22nd uh so it's kind of a, a an iffy thing so actually july 15th if you're lucky enough the gray man actually hits theaters for a select week if you have the option to see it but just july 22nd is when it actually hits netflix so the gray man directed by the russo brothers will be on netflix and then also nope hits theaters that weekend which is the new jordan peele film let's start with the gray man um this is a spy thriller espionage action film uh, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, and Ana de Armas from not just the Russo Brothers, but also written by the two gentlemen who wrote Captain America the Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Infinity in- Game. Like they God, wrote all huh. four of those films. Okay? What are their names? Uh,
2: St- Stephen
0: Steven name? McFeely and Chris... Yeah. Uh, Chris uh...
2: McFeely and Chris... Yeah, wow. But anyways, yeah, they're legit.
0: It's it's from the guys that did Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. They wrote it and they all obviously those were all directed by the Russo brothers. Um, but also the cast, I mean, on top of Gosling, Chris Evans, and day Armist, we have uh reggae Gene Page, Billy Bob Thornton, Jessica Henwick, uh Alfrey Woodard. Like the cast is bonkers. We've seen the trailers. Um, It's a big-time Netflix film. and last time we saw a big-time Netflix film just like this uh, was Extraction with Chris Hemsworth, where it's kind of the same vibe, right? We know that's
1: getting a sequel.
0: Yeah, and look, I'll start this off because it's very quick for me. This movie is made for me. Like, made for me. Not only is it the uh, genre that is, like, one of my favorite genres, it's by two of my favorite working directors, and from the exact same team that made my all-time favorite MCU film. <laughs> On top of Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Like, there's really nothing you... And has my favorite actress, Anna de Armas, and my favorite current working actor in Ryan Gosling.
1: Like, there really is the yes. a thing anything that could have made this I, movie better would be Henry Cavill. That's literally the only thing that I think I would have died if he was in it, too. I mean, yes, but at the same time, the cast is absolutely bonkers. Oh, like, no, I'm just yeah. saying, like, if it, like, it's unfathomable how... The good actors that are in this already, like, I'm I'm so I'm so
0: looking forward to seeing Anna De Armis and Chris Evans after uh, Knives Out, obviously in, in there and in their relationship in that movie. Right, but also yeah. throwing Ryan Gosling in as the main Gray Man, the spy, the guy that does all the missions with the Russo brothers' like hand to hand combat style. I'm expecting the Winter Soldier outside of Marvel, like that's literally what I'm expecting, and I'm all for it,
1: all for it. I really hope. She gets to like do some action like she did in Bond. She's
0: already getting her own film to do action, Brian.
1: I know, but I'm saying like, she was like, when I saw that, I was like, I would like to see you kick some more butt. And this has you kicking more butt. I would like to see it.
2: I agree. Correct me if I'm wrong, real quick. And de Armas is starring in the John Wick spinoff, right? Ballerina. Like, ba- ballerina. That's what I was talking okay. about. I yeah. get that one in No Time to Die Confused. The Russo something. Brothers should direct
1: that. I thought, wait. I mean, yeah. You already said someone that you wanted to direct that I thought. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm there's there's, there's a lot else. of people
0: I, I could think of that. Never,
1: I was thinking of, uh, I don't know why. I was thinking of the guy that did Top Gun in, for Rogue One. Oh, Joseph Kaczynski. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, Gio, you're right, man. I mean, this this is a preview. Uh,
2: this Bond is a preview for what Anna de Armas can do in that ballerina film. Right. And I didn't know that the uh, writers uh, are also on board, the same ones who, you know, did all of the Russo's MCU uh, movies as well. You know, they get, in my opinion, overly criticized. Um, Christopher
0: because... Marcus and Stephen McFeely.
2: Thank you. There you go. Yes. Both of them. So anyways, yeah, the fact that they're both involved as well, gives even more confidence. Um, I love that Netflix is putting it out in theaters in a limited capacity. You know, I think um, all the streaming think- service movies should have that, you know, the ones that they spend a lot of money on. So yeah, I'm totally on board. It's Ryan Gosling versus Chris Evans. Do you think I know. They- and- I was Go gonna ahead, say, Brian. do you think that they
1: did that week? So that way it qualifies for awards?
0: Well, I mean that's the rule, yes, but I don't think this movie's gonna be made for awards. Um, I don't know if it'll get nominated. Um, I mean, may, there's always an opportunity, obviously, but uh, I just I think that Netflix to because of what's going on with them personally, they have to start putting these movies out in theaters to make oh, some yeah. money. Like it's they at this point they have no option if they're gonna make big giant budget movies like Extraction, Red Notice this, Zack Snyder's films, they have to put them in theaters on top of being in the service. Like they're, they have no choice because otherwise they're going to go under as a company. Yeah. They're 100% going to go under as a company and Netflix could evaporate as we know it in a heartbeat if they don't make more money. Mm-hmm. So, because they're making all these giant deals with directors and actors like like uh, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's films for the next however long are going straight to Netflix, right? Knives Out is a Netflix film. Half and a billion so, dollars. Like they, they have to put these movies out in theaters. They don't have a choice anymore. They don't have a choice anymore.
2: Yeah, and it's the right move. It's you know because what what's a big criticism of streaming movies, right? You know, I want to watch it on the big screen. Well, now you have the choice. Yeah, personal yeah. preference, you know. So yeah, um, I mean,
1: at the very least, give it a a week to two weeks, especially if it's I think- something this.
0: Honestly, I think a week is I think they should do a two-week window. Actually, I think two I think weeks too. is plenty of time to see, especially a movie like a gray man that has Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, and Anna Day Armist leading it.
2: You exactly. put them
0: on the poster, it's gonna make money. Like, Henry
2: Jackman is doing the music. Yes.
0: He yeah, and that's soldier. even better. Yeah. He did the winter soldier. Like there Henry you go. Henry
2: Jackman, baby. <laughs> like it's,
0: that's it's it's literally the winter soldier outside of the MCU. It's
1: yeah. Movies that like would be obvious like this could be have just been made for like uh a movie theater movie like in my opinion so it's like a no-brainer like why wouldn't
2: you well it's it's it's, gonna bring extra revenue it's given life back into the uh middle budget action flicks you know of the 90s and early 2000s you know pre the golden age of comic books so You know, I I love that this is happening and you know it's it's a perfect hybrid for those who you know miss those type of movies. So and Jessica Henwick. Yeah, Jessica Henwick. I
0: I love that I hope you see more of her. She's a leading lady that hasn't really uh, got the major opportunity yet. Yeah. She was great in the matrix, but I would love to see her in a major leading role. Um but like I mean look at Anna Day Armist, she kind of you know, same thing. So Um, um,
1: financially makes sense because you have three people in that are probably going to watch this movie in theaters and, again, on Netflix. And we're clearly not going to be the only people that do that. So you're doubling your cash flow. You'll
0: see a full spoiler discussion on the movie here, everybody. Um, All right, same weekend, July 22nd, the next movie that comes out is Jordan Peele's Nope, Um, a movie that we've seen footage for, but is very mysterious at the same time uh, because it's described as a horror film but the trailers haven't really given off that horror film vibe just yet. Aliens look to be involved. Obviously, we have Daniel Kaluuya in there, Kiki Palmer, um, among many others. Stephen uh, Ewan. Stephen Ewan, thank you so much for for mentioning that as well. Um, this movie looks weird, wacky, different—a clear Jordan Peele film. Uh, what are we thinking, guys? Is is this a movie that we go out and see just like we saw us uh, a few years ago? Oh, or are we? Are I'm we seeing an opening night. I mean, I'll go.
1: Yeah. If the gray
0: man's not in theaters, I'll go. <laughs>
1: no double feature. Oh, that's true. I forgot about the fact the same thing. Uh Yeah, no, I'm immediately seeing. I, as the resident uh, horror biatch. Uh, really?
0: <laughs> the just, resident horror? You're not the resident you horror not guy?
1: What I, did you not just hear me finish it with the resident no. horror biatch? Oh, I didn't hear that. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, Jake Biatch is a never mind. The yeah,
1: I, the the scaredy cat. Um, the fact that I want to immediately see this like tells you something about his movies that he's done so far. Like this was I, I know it was in my top ten of uh, most anticipated for the year. Just I mean. Us was wild, Get Out was insane, so it's like, what has he done that hasn't been good? And they're just, I remember both times walking out, going like, my mind feels like it just exploded, and I feel like this is going to do the same exact thing. So I'm, I'm all on for this.
2: I was thrown off by the latest trailer, and it felt like it had a lot more humor than I was anticipating. I mean, obviously it's uh we know it's uh alien abduction now, right? UFOs and what. it sounds like yeah. Yeah, and um but you know with the Jordan Peele movie, there's also going to be like uh some commentary as well, you know, and uh up to this point I think it's he's uh you know done pretty damn good on on that end you know never really going overboard or distracting from the main story or the characters and it's Daniel Kaluuya and Jordan Peele teaming, teaming up again once again so i mean yeah so much credibility and uh you know it's going to be another hit for Jordan Peele so yeah
0: yeah it's in rl said it it's kind of jordan peele's films even with like us which i preferably uh, personally did not like very much as far as like just the overall scope of the film um it's a movie that you kind of have to go back to to really understand over and over again um because Gio, you mentioned it he has a lot to say jordan peele has a lot to say mm-hmm. as a
1: director oh
0: yeah and that's why that's why he won't do movies like comic book movies or you know big giant blockbusters etc because he wants to tell stories in the way that he wants to tell them and he and wants he's to say, what he wants to say. Movies, like yeah so start to um finish. it and and there's absolutely and i'm not saying that's a bad thing at all because I think it, it brings creative freedom and a different take to what we usually get these days with, uh, with movies and theaters, you know, because a lot of movies that are pushed are the Top Gun Mavericks or the MCU films or the Star Wars or the DC or whatever, the avatars of the world. Right. Um, so to see a director who comes in with such a clear, creative vision of what he wants to tell, gets such major pushes like he's gotten with get out with us now with Nope. Um, It's it's very cool to see uh, whether or not you like the film. They're always an experience, which is why you should always see his movies in theaters. Uh, I remember even even though I didn't like us, I remember going as a group to go see us and having like an hour's worth of conversation outside the theater of what we just watched, you know, And, and that's what's so great about it is you get to experience these movies in a different light compared to what. Star Wars and Marvel and DC and all these major companies are pushing as far as action movies and stuff goes. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping I like it more than I did Us, uh, much more on the Get Out level. But at this moment, I don't really know anything about it. Like I'm super confused and intrigued, and and like this mysterious, mysterious like thought towards it gets me excited. Uh, but like I said, if the Gray Man comes out the same night, I'm going to see the Gray Man first.
1: Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. And I mean, not to mention. These movies that he's made have been made for almost dirt cheap and made a yeah. butt ton of money. You can tell the way you can tell in the trailers
0: that it's a on on location, super cheap film that is made to feel like a blockbuster movie.
1: Well, I didn't realize how much money you think it costs to make Get Out. Get Out being his first,
0: I'd probably say somewhere around 10, 15 million. 4.5. And it made two fifty
1: five.
0: <laughs> How much? I'm sorry, Brian. Gabby, we're talking
1: about movies that are coming out, not that have already. I know. Come out. She's so, she so-
0: loves this movie, which is why she's saying. Well, this.
1: Well, of course. Um, and then he made us on twenty million, another yeah. two hundred fifty million.
0: This one, I would probably say, is around thirty or forty. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: Google it. You can you can put, I, look it up. Google it. It probably I, says it already. I would, if I had to guess, I'd put it up like. Around twenty. Bro. I'm saying because of the aliens' alienness, I'm gonna say thirty or forty. That's true. Well, which is not a lot. That's not a lot. Like thirty or forty million these days is nothing compared to what movies go for
1: these days. He got so between fifteen and twenty-five. Really?
0: I mean, twenty-five. I guess that's that's close. That makes There's sense. There's only
1: five million more than get At, from than us.
0: Yeah. I mean so, the dude knows the dude knows how to work money. Just saying that, yeah, not much. Seriously. Um, okay, so moving on from July twenty second, which has the Gray Man coming out on Netflix and then nope in theaters. Uh, we're gonna skip over July 29th because DC League of Super Pets. Like, no, sorry, not talking about that.
1: Geo, uh, I'm just curious. Are you like, do you want to see that? Yeah, but not in theaters. I'm
0: okay, probably gonna that's catch okay, it that's...
2: on HBO Max. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. so.
0: Um, The first weekend of August 5th has a couple big movies that come out, but the biggest one is David Leach's Bullet Train, which stars yeah. Brad Pitt, among many other names that are featured in this film. Uh, I know the marketing has been incredibly weird and different and interesting, but the cast is awesome. Brad I'm Pitt leading a movie is all a win. David Leach knows how to direct action. Remember the first John Wick, Deadpool 2, however you feel about it, Atomic Blonde yes uh i'm looking forward to this movie a lot it's also an imax film uh so i'm super super pumped um i know it's based on a former property that's being brought to the big screen uh i i really can't go wrong with something that's Brad Pitt. like honestly uh i'm just here for some crazy bloody violent action and having brad pitt at the forefront i'm all for it so
2: yeah i agree and the fact that brad pitt's literally said in a recent uh spread i believe it was for gq that he's on his last legs as far as his filmmaking career goes so yeah we're only going to get so much of brad pitt in new movies so to your point jake the marketing for this movie has been kind of weird annoying you know i mean if i didn't know it was directed by david leach or have had a cast i think general audiences are looking at this going what you know and like the fact that they spent so much money during the NBA finals, I would not watch the NBA I'm finals, unfortunately. Annoying. So yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I mean it's it's David Leach, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, and Zazie Beats John is in w- it. W- yeah, John yeah, John Wick. Yeah,
1: as well.
0: Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson's in this. Uh, you also have um here we are plays fastos. He plays fastos in eternals, um, uh, Brian
1: Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree
0: Henry, thank you. Um, I mean, how could you not be excited? Like it, it looks, it looks cool. Like, I know Shannon. David Leach isn't, oh, Michael Shannon looks just like a weirdo, which is so Michael Shannon, Logan Lerman, so Michael Shannon, <laughs> um, like I know David Leach isn't like a high profile house household name, but when you look at his resume, you know, the first John Wick, you know, Deadpool two, which I know a lot of people kind of differ on because of how crazy it is compared to the first one. But then Atomic Blonde, like Atomic Blonde, I love Atomic amazing. Blonde, amazing. And if it's anything like Atomic Blonde or John Wick, just with the train ride, duh, win. Obviously.
1: Did you know Antoine Fuqua is a producer?
0: That's a huge plus mm-hmm. too because he knows how to do action movies as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it's it it seems cool. It looks like, and I know, I think Starger mentioned it. Um, it's like the action crazy version of Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, I'm all for. And again, going back to what we talked about earlier, having Brad Pitt star in it is kind of a big deal. He's still very much a guy that brings money to the box office. Oh yeah. You know, especially over the last couple of years. He's starred in a couple of movies that have really brought in the bank. And then you put him in the forefront. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go see it opening opening weekend. I'll tell my, you that much. My favorite I get cast
2: Smoking yeah, mean, Aces on a Train vibe.
0: Yeah, it, it just seems like I think you should go in expecting something weird, wacky, and different in an action film body. You know, just something that's a little different, which I think is totally, totally okay.
2: Agreed. Agreed.
0: All right, moving on from August 5th. Uh, nothing major, August 12th. We have a couple of coming out. Um, okay. August 19th, again, nothing major coming out as well. I'm saying. Uh August 26th there's actually a trailer that came out for a movie that's coming out August 26th called The Invitation it's a horror film uh that stars Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones and Fast and Furious go check that out on YouTube there's a trailer that came out just today we're not gonna talk about it but um and then August 31st nothing major coming out August has always been a January kind of the dumping ground of movies Gio what do you got
2: let me roll it back real quick because this is a movie I've been having my eye on and I haven't seen. A oh, the invitation? No, 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 no. Oh. this is another movie coming out August twenty sixth. It could Samaritan? be a sleeper. Some yes, Samaritan. Sylvester Stallone, a new take oh! on a, on a oh, superhero. Okay. Yes, they're describing yes. it as very dark. And it, it, again, I haven't seen anything of it yet, but what, how it's being described and Stallone as a superhero. There was a a uh, leaked set photo of him wearing a hood and like it's just like it, it kind of brought me a little bit of hancock vibes uh just keep your eye on that samaritan august 26th oh. also to add to that geo
0: thank you for kind of bringing it back a little bit uh the movie that's coming out on august 19th called beast is an idris elbow film um yeah i don't want to i don't want to go over that because it actually is it it i i didn't catch it because of the name and i apologize but Uh, The synopsis of the film is recently widowed Dr. Nate Daniels and his two teenage daughters travel to South Africa, a game reserve managed by Martin Battles, an old family friend and wildlife biologist. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, he battles a tiger or lion in the movie. Um, So, uh, but it's Idris Elba. So like, like all for it, all for it. if, If it's Idris Elba, you know what I mean? Um so yeah, Beast on August 29th, and then The Samaritan on August 26th, but moving into September, uh, nothing major the first week outside of the re-release of Spider-Man No Way Him The More Fun Stuff, which is a director's cut of the movie, we're not going to talk about that, uh, because hours? September 8th is a Thursday, and we have a live-action adaptation of Pinocchio coming out on Disney+. Plus. Um, that is hitting Disney+, Plus that weekend. It's not going to hit theaters. But it is a
2: Disney Plus. Are we excited for this or not? Nah? It's so weird because, like, a few months <laughs> later, Guillermo del Toro was doing a Pinocchio as well.
1: Jake, I yeah. have Pinocchio moved to November. Really, November? Yeah, November. Where did you find that at? Uh, November fourth or something. Oh, I'm just on really? movie in, movie insider. It has the list of like everything by I don't know. I haven't, Yeah, I'm, I haven't, I'm looking,
0: I haven't, looking at a, the first showing September. first showings website, but okay. um, either way, I mean it's a Disney Plus film. Um, it's Zemeckis. I don't too. like. Yeah. I think like it is Robert Zemeckis, but Robert, Robert Zemeckis has been like very hit or miss, like very hit or miss, like over the last or... however long. Yeah, um, this is the like, Tom you know,
1: Hanks one, right?
0: Yes, this is the time. Okay, so so it's going to be more of the more of the direct adaptation whereas Guillermo del Toro's is going to take probably a lot of liberty um to the property and, and tell his specific story. Uh I mean, I'm going to watch it. I don't know how much I'm looking forward
1: to it, but I, who I think knows? I mean, almost kind of have to be a I feel Pinocchio is very you either like it or you don't like it. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I'm a fan of Pinocchio. Like, I don't have a problem with Pinocchio. I don't. I know there's issues with it over times, but um, I, I honestly think that there's a chance because it is Zemeckis that there's a small chance the movie could absolutely be really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a smaller story, right? You have Tom Hanks in the role, um, but it being released on Disney Plus doesn't really like do too much for me. It, do, it does kind of bum me out a little bit. I believe this
1: was originally wasn't this originally supposed to be a Geppetto movie like yes. flat out more Geppetto and then yes so I'm
2: like but now it's a
0: straight it seems like a straight adaptation of Pinocchio
2: yeah I will watch it definitely more than I would have in theaters like because it's on Disney Plus I mean this is why we sub- yeah. subscribe and you know pay per month for sure um, but I have to ask you guys okay you had to pick one are you picking Robert Zemeckis Pinocchio or are you are you gonna go for Guillermo del Toro del Toro del Toro
1: I am not a big Pinocchio person but if you if had to choose I really don't care honestly like I
0: I would say del Toro because and I, I, we've talked about this a lot with with Disney adaptations we have that version already right we have Pinocchio right and as much as I love like the line so now of i think line this action, one's gonna which...
1: be different because i think pinocchio is a little bit problematic and i think that disney's i mean there's definitely
0: i think there's definitely going to be changes but um the overall story is probably going to be the same del toro is going to tell something completely different
2: completely different right and it's del toro like how can you not look forward to something that del toro does it, it's kind of what I appreciated, even though it wasn't the strongest, but I appreciated it about the the Mulan, you know, how Mulan was, a, the different. live action was much different than yeah. that, you know. And Aladdin. Um, Aladdin as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's just it reminds me of Jungle Book, you know, uh, how the Disney one, and then you had the Mowgli with Christian Bale and all that. It's just like Wow. i'm sure
1: i'd pick del toro the only thing that I, i'm more apprehensive is he's much more what's the word not dark he's a no, monster it, storyteller with,
2: with guillermo del toro he's what do you call that filmmaker yeah you know, like what's that what's that term when it, when you know you're watching a, a michael bay movie or a uh a Steven Spielberg movie. What do you call that? Ah, What's the term for a filmmaker? Something auteur filmmaker. Like with Guillermo, you know, you're watching Guillermo del Toro movie. 100%. The the practical effects, the design of the creatures and whatnot. So. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on from that,
0: uh, we have a couple movies coming out over the next few weeks, but the next big weekend that has a couple big releases is September 23rd. Uh, We have two big movies that are coming out that weekend. The first one is in theaters. It's Don't Worry Darling, uh, which I'm super, super bummed that Jacob's not here to talk about this because this is one of his most anticipated films of this year. The Olivia Wilde film that's Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, and Olivia Wilde in the role. Um, But also on top of that, that weekend being released on Netflix, which a movie I'm really looking forward to is Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe film with Anna de Armas. Uh, Which we'll get to here in just a sec. But let's start with Don't Worry Darling. Uh, Olivia Wilde crushed it with Booksmart, right? Uh, See, I was not a huge
1: fan of that.
0: Okay, so I'll say consensus-wise, she crushed it. There's a lot of people who may feel different about it. But over the overall consensus, uh, they would say that she pretty much came out with a hammer and and smacked it. Um, And she steps into the director's chair once more time with Don't Worry Darling, a film that is uh, a book adaptation, I believe. Um, and has a lot of big fans and following over uh, around the world. Um, but the cast is kind of what hooks you. Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, who has really come into his own as an actor since Dunkirk, right? Starring in a couple of other movies here and there. Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde. Uh, but then that first trailer, how eerie and weird that first trailer was, right? Where Florence Pugh almost seemed very trapped. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I know Jacob is looking forward to it the most out of all of us, but uh, I'm all for it. I mean, you put Harry Styles and Florence Pugh
1: on on the poster. I'm all game. I'm totally all game. Uh, Andy, Booksmart, the reason I did not like it because I set my expectations too high for it. I will flat out admit that. Um, yeah, uh, this looks Trippy. And one that's going to mess with your brain and you're going to be trying to figure stuff out. And those are my favorite types of movies is the ones that you are set trying to sit there and figure out what the heck is going on and trying to, like, figure it out before the end of the movie. Just so much bat, you know, that crazy stuff is happening. And this and you're giving me a cast that's fantastic like this. Sign me the heck up. And I didn't I had Like you said, Jacob has had this on his radar. I had no idea this movie existed until that trailer dropped. Same. Not not Same. a clue in the world. I just... Olivia Wilde's doing another movie. That's as, about as much as I knew. And I saw that trailer and I went, oh, this looks really good. So I'm very excited to see this. Gia. As he's watching the trailer.
2: Oh, is he okay? So while he, wa- yeah, I've I, I've only heard of the title. I haven't. I don't know anything <laughs> about the trailer. The what's you're good. About. You're good.
1: I, I'll will watch. I'll watch. i talk about blonde while you watch the trailer. Um, <laughs> Jake, you just put in the chat the main thing I was going to bring up: the fact that this movie's NC seventeen. I love it.
0: I love it. Like you, you don't have to tell me anything else. And our buddy Dom, who's been on the channel a couple of times, this is the movie that him and I have talked about quite a bit over the last year. Um and he's asked me specifically about certain things. And I, there was actually at one point that the movie was even, uh, there was even a question if Netflix was going to release it because they went so hardcore into NC 17 with the Marilyn Monroe story. Uh, And that, that personally gets me super, super excited because I think if you're going to tell a biography, you really need to tell a biography. Like you need to be able to touch those, those corners that have been untouched for so long. First of all, Casting for Dan as Marilyn Monroe is just kiss perfect.
1: It's so funny because I didn't know when I first heard that I went. That's- it's so good. She looks so good after oh, seeing yeah. that very quick teaser
0: from a couple it. weeks ago. It yeah. looks and it that that very eerie moment at the end where she kind of switches from being very sad to like laughing. It it makes me excited for what is is going to be told in the story. You know, I know that Marilyn Monroe's life in front of the camera was very different from what actually happened behind the camera. Um, So if they're telling that, I'm super interested. And and she's not someone I know a lot about. All I know is that she was the it girl for a very, very long time. She was the hot topic for years. Um, And it's kind of surprising in a way that it's taken this long to get a story about her. But it almost might be the perfect time to tell her story. Uh, with everything else going on in the world. But uh, I'm interested what the NC-17 uh, rating has in store for us, because that we haven't seen a movie like that in quite a while, especially on someone like Marilyn Monroe, like a, a real-life person that, that's uh, based on a biography.
1: Yeah. Um, biographies are kind of... Biopics, biographies, bio, whatever you want to call them. They're kind of the popular thing right now. And... I'm very curious to see how this movie plays out. Again, I had heard that Netflix was debating whether or not to release it because it was maybe too scandalous. But other than that, that's all I had heard about it. Watched the trailer. Very interested. Very interested. Yeah. what did you think of Don't Worry Darling?
2: No, go ahead. Finish with Don't Worry Darling. Wow. Okay. What a weird trailer. It's like the island meets Pleasantville slash Truman show with a little bit of Mad Max Fury Road in there with all the cars in a desert. I'm just just I'm weird. No, like, like fucking weird. Out. It's like fucking weird. Um but now I wanna watch it. Right. Oh my god. I don't I don't know shit about this movie, but I wanna watch it. Yeah.
1: I, yeah,
2: mind blown. I feel like I'm gonna need therapy after watching
0: that movie. Fuck. Yeah. I think that's 100% correct. Uh, what'd you think about Blonde, though, Gio?
2: I mean, what a hell of a teaser trailer! I mean, just it's what um, I'd imagine that's what Sasha Baron Cohen wanted when doing a Freddie Mercury biopic, mm. but that's a good call. Showing the darker side of Marilyn Monroe, you know we all see the the icon, right? The the um, persona, the persona. Thank you. But with this one, it's gonna get pretty ugly, and it's gonna make a lot of Marilyn Monroe fans like uncomfortable. But if it's trying to be accurate, yeah, as to what kind of demons Marilyn Monroe fought, and show that she was very much human. I'm all for it. This is the kind of stuff that Netflix and streaming should be doing because there's creative freedom. So yeah, count me in.
0: Yeah, and the cast is the cast cast is pretty good. I mean, you obviously have Anna Armist but you have Adrian Brody. Sarah Paxton, Bobby Cannavale, Julian Nicholson. Um, pretty pretty great cast for this, this specific story. Uh, all right, moving on to the next week. Um, a couple big movies that are coming out. Uh, well, not, I wouldn't call them as big, but two movies that are hitting theaters is Bros. Yes. Is, if you have not seen the Bros trailer, go check that out. The trailer dropped last week.
2: And it then there's so also funny. a horror
0: film which you've probably seen in previews to in theater films like Top Gun Maverick, where there's a, a horror film coming coming out called Smile. Uh, but the biggest movie hitting that weekend is actually on Disney Plus, which we got a teaser trailer to today. And that is Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus is officially returning and it will debut on Disney Plus on September 30th. Um, gentlemen, before we move on, any thoughts on any of these three films before we head
1: into October? I'm extremely excited for Bros. Looks freaking hilarious. Even my mom was like, "This movie looks pretty funny." And she's <laughs> not someone to like something like that. Uh, and I've never seen the. I think the full Hocus Pocus. So. Uh, oh,
0: Brian.
1: Yeah. Oh, Smear. right. You
0: gotta watch that.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Uh, Bros stars Billy Eichner, by the way, um, and Luke. Completely
1: land. gay cast, I believe. Yeah. Oh, Everyone. is it, it
0: like completely? Completely. I didn't I didn't know that. Okay, that's that's very, very cool. Okay. Um that yeah, that comes out that weekend. Uh it's from Nick Stoller, who did Forgetting Sarah Marshall, get into the Greek, five year engagement, G- and neighbors, which is a big deal. It's a big, big those are some incredible comedy films. Um isn't it directed cause...
1: by um John? No, Apatow? it's directed
0: no Nick Stoller. John oh. Apitel probably produced it. He probably, he probably produced, probably. but Nick Stoller, uh, who did those films that is mentioned was the actual director of the film. Okay. Um, if, by the way, if, any, if nobody has seen the five-year engagement, I highly recommend the five-year engagement. It's, uh, Jason Siegel and Emily Blunt. It's absolutely amazing. Um, Gio, before we move on, any, any
2: thoughts on bros, Hocus Pocus 2 or Smile? Um... I was about to watch the Bros trailer, but it's nearly three minutes long. And that kind it's of It's a long trailer. So, so I'm probably not going to watch it. But the fact that Nicholas Stoller, who, I mean, neighbors, yeah, you yeah. said it, Jake. Uh, forgetting, forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Marshall. Even get him to the I love giving him to the Greek, you know, personally. But okay. Yeah. It's on my radar. Absolutely. And, um, and Billy Eichner is just, he's a treat. He's an absolute treat. He's so funny. Who do you yeah. Voice he's just a treat. treat. Uh, Z- didn't he do Zazu? No, that was uh late. No, wasn't he?
1: Uh, oh, it was that, that uh, he was Timon, wasn't he? Timon, he was Timon? that's what it was. Okay. Yeah,
0: Timon. And, it was Seth
2: Rogen and Billy agner You're right, 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 right. Yeah. Thank you. Which were the best Thank parts you. about yes the Lion agrees. King live action? Um, John Pierce, for... I'm
0: jealous. You got to watch this for the first time, my man.
2: Yeah, uh... jealous. God, I need to watch it again. I need... I seen it three
1: times. geo catch up. I need to see it in D-Box. That's what I need to do. Me too, Brian.
0: Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to go. All right. So moving on from September, let's get to October. Uh, so we have a movie called Lyle, Lyle Crocodile coming out <laughs> the first weekend of October, which if you see in the trailer, uh, you know what that movie's all about. But we're going to move into October 14th, which is a big, big weekend because it very it's well good. could be the end of the Halloween franchise as Halloween Ends officially hits theaters. Um, and I know the, uh, the predecessor Halloween kills did not get received too well, uh, especially by a couple of people on this specific panel, but it is the what final mean? chapter of the, of the Michael Myers story from what we're being told, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis coming back and the same director from the previous two films. Um, look, I, I, I thought Halloween kills is one of the worst movies ever made. I hated that movie. Like, could not stand that movie. It was so badly made. But I am looking forward to seeing what the finale looks like. Um, And, you know, if it is, you know, Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers, I'm all for it. But if they kind of string us along again after Halloween Kills where Laurie Strode and Michael Myers didn't touch each other, then you've made a giant mistake. So I'm looking forward to it, but uh, I'm definitely cautious because i mean halloween 2018 is fantastic and then halloween kills was awful so they're one for two right now and literally on the complete ends of the spectrum
1: you mean uh, one for one
0: well no they're one for two halloween and the halloween kills they're one for two
1: it would be one for one
0: no they've made two but they're one for two math
1: (laughs) <laughs> hey, it's
2: um, summer vacation yeah, break yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a computer
1: teacher. It does it for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, Halloween Kills, guys. Are we looking forward to it or are we kind of just like eh? Yeah,
2: okay, I, don't enough. ask me. I,
1: I'm not seeing these.
0: Fair enough. I fair saw enough.
2: the last 20 minutes of Halloween Kills, and that's all I needed to see.
0: I mean, it was it was released in theaters and on Peacock at the same time because of the pandemic. Uh I'm curious to see what they do again. Um But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna get my butt to the theater right away to see it just because the last one,
1: the last one was like a
0: big bummer.
1: They can't drop the ball on this one.
0: Yeah, if they do, it's like wow, wow, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. All right, moving on from that weekend, we're gonna move into the next weekend, which is probably the biggest weekend uh, uh, in a few weeks coming into this point. October 21st is Black Adam. yeah film of the year uh oh uh was suicide squad this year last year this year year. last year was last last year year. so yeah uh black adam's coming in hot we have dwayne johnson finally Finally. portraying this character after like 15 years of being casted as him uh we have a trailer still in high school when this got announced i'm pretty sure i was in middle school um we have footage of it. It is actually happening, and it is coming out October 21st. Geo, I will obviously let you start this one off.
2: Uh, let's not spend too much time on it, but Black Adam, yeah. sir, go for it. Um, I wish this movie came sooner, but the fact that better late than never. Um, love Otis, Otis Hodge as uh, Hawkman. I'm excited for him. Obviously, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. And He's going to steal my spell, movie. Yeah. Yeah, probably but like the trailer for myself confirmed that we're not gonna get family friendly Dwayne Johnson which we've been getting for the last 10 years I think since I beg to different snitch, beds, okay. or, snitch or faster well no I, I, I hope think back-
1: I hope you're right
2: don't, don't get me wrong right. I am yeah.
0: I am putting everything in like I am willing this into existence to you that you are right yeah I I cool.
1: I, I don't think is, Jake and I have ever I haven't championed something you've said harder than what you're I say. I,
2: well, because I, I haven't gotten that that notion in, in the trailer. I mean, I think about when he's standing face to face with Hawkeye and he's like, Hawkman, Hawkman, Hawkman. Sorry, Hawkman. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Every time I hear that, I think of Jacob and how it sounds like he's saying Hawkeye. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, was I miss that guy
0: so much. I miss him. Yeah.
2: But, you know, just th- that long pause before he says, I do. And we've seen it. We saw it in the very first footage at DC Fandom where he literally fries a guy while choking him.
1: Yeah, but hey, like... So. That's what I need. I need that consistently, though. The yes, other guy, it who, needs to happen the entire
2: movie. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Now, Jake, I know you're a little bit, you know... Cons- I'm super apprehensive. Concerned it about- This movie terrifies me.
0: Terrifies me
2: geo i was because it's it because first... he's not a straight-up villain and more of a anti-hero but who does things but but he,
0: his... i don't i don't want him being venom i don't i want him like this dude is supposed to fight they're superman and shazam venom. at some point
2: yeah they're not gonna make venom with this movie no venom is too whack and out of there and i'm I kind of almost wish we got an R-rated, darker version of Tom Hardy's I agree. Brock Venom. But you know what? That, oh, that I Whatever, I, I digress. Um <laughs> n- Make no mistake, he, he is going to fight a Superman. I fucking hope it's Henry Cavill's Superman. And he will fight it Shazam. Because <laughs> he's going to be Captain Britain in the MCU. <laughs> Bro, speak... No, not that. no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've heard some things, but anyways. Um Okay, insider you know, over looking, here. I'm looking forward to Black Adam. You guys should be too. It's Dwayne no, I okay. am. It, it, we it, just don't no yes. I movie. just don't
1: need another yes. anti-hero. Like the way I, that agree. So- I the way that Sony has made every single Spider-Man villain an anti-hero. Agreed. And I, I do not need DC to do that too. Give me Regina- <sighs> Give me the villain side that they do phenomenally in uh, Suicide Squad, where they're not, those guys are just bad people. Like, I, I'm not saying you need to compare them to, but this guy, he will, in the comics, will F anyone up that messes with him or his country. That's oh, no. what I
2: need I- to see. I, I think that's that's what they're gonna do, but he is going to do things his way, and whether that means, you know, for his own selfish reasons or for like doing something that, in our mind, could be a good deed, but it crosses that line because the way he handled it is very villain-like. Even though he did us a favor, you know, like he's not gonna give a f about collateral damage about. Oh my god, look what Superman did to Metropolis. Like Black Adam will literally go into a city. He might save the city, but he's gonna do he's gonna kill somebody for his own reasons, and he doesn't care if other people die. So Well, I hope will it, they stick to that. No, I totally. So like I, 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 I kind of share your guys' concerns a little bit because you know, Dwayne Johnson, he's he wants to hit all four quadrants, you know, with his movies, and he's a marketing genius. You know, say what you will about his movies. But I, I do share that concern a little bit. But from what I've gotten so far, I I, I don't think that's what we're going to get. I could be wrong, and I hope I'm not wrong.
0: I I, wrong. I do not want the Punisher inside of DC. And when I talk about this, I'm both talking about the Daredevil version and the comic book version. In the comic books. There's one big moment where Captain America and Punisher fight. Well, more so Captain America punching the crap out of Punisher because of their differences of how things are handled by the Punisher, about how he goes about things, right? He's still very much for the good guys, but he, it's the way he goes about things. Black Adam is not a good guy. It's not, it, is, it is so different than he needs to come off as a villain. He strictly needs to come off as a villain rather than someone who feels bad about a city being blown up. So he's going to save it, but not care about collateral damage. No, I want the dude to fly away if the city's being blown up like that. That's what I need from the movie. If he's going up against the JSA, I swear to God, if he fights alongside the JSA, I'm
2: done. I'm oh, no, done. Well, no, Jake, I I'm think- done. You're being overly critical and very – you're narrowing your strike zone. Like, please – wow. Like, don't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, I, if he fights just, along the JSA, just,
0: the movie is pointless. No, 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 I, no. The movie I, I is
2: pointless. Kill the JSA. Here's what I think is going to happen. Except for Dr. I think, he, I, I think he's going to try. He's going to no. try, but the JSA – here's what the movie's going to do. It's going to show you this is what a good guy looks like in JSA – this is what a bad guy looks like in black adam they're gonna go toe-to-toe in this movie i think it's gonna go very wrong they're gonna try to make him be a hero you literally see dr fate and hawkman both saying hey come on now there's so much in this world that you can do good for i hope he denies them and snaps both their necks (laughs)
1: Not you not you really Fate, want Hawkman
2: Str- to die? You want Hawkman and Doctor Fate to die after one movie? Like, let's be honest. No. Where, what's their future after this movie? What's their future? Those I are the say that about half the MCU.
1: Those are the only two characters I care about in this movie outside of Black Adam. He can kill Cyclone. He can kill Adam Smasher. He can kill. Oh yeah, hundred percent. No, don't 100%. get me wrong. Hawk- Hawkman is one of my favorite DC
0: characters. So I'm, I'm really lying. I don't want Hawkman to die. And I, I love okay. Aldous Hodge. Like I love Aldous Hodge. The only but thing that's is, a great, great casting. It's a fantastic casting, like him in Agents of Shield. Go watch it; he's fantastic in Agents of Shield. Um, but yeah, I anyway. I'm I'm done talking.
1: <laughs> We're still in October. <laughs> I know we got to move
0: fast, guys. Got to move fast. Okay, we got to so, get to December. Uh, Black Adam. So that comes out August twenty first. Uh, August twenty eighth. There's a couple movies coming out called The Devil's Light, which sounds like a horror film, and then Devotion. Moving into November. We Glenn have Powell uh, is
1: in an, I watched the trailer for this, it's basically another, ver, another version. Wait, of what? TV. What devotion? Oh, I'm, I'm all for it then. If it's, it's Lamp Powell it's, and Top
0: Gun, I'm all for it.
1: It's uh, it's set, I think, during the Korean War. Sign and, me up,
0: sign yeah. me up. I'm in. Uh, all right. November, uh, November 4th, the first weekend of November, has a movie called Amsterdam coming out. Uh, which let me click on it real quick, see if I know anything about it. Uh All I see is
1: that it has Christian Bale and Margot Robbie, and that's all I
0: need to know. And it's directed by David O. Russell and Zoe Saldana and Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh. So, okay, I'm all for Amsterdam. It's Anya Taylor-Joy is making that it's, coin this year. <laughs> it's set in the 30s, and it follows three friends who witness a murder, become suspects themselves, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history. Okay, I'm all for it. Hmm. I'm all for it. Uh, we haven't heard or seen anything of it, so we're going to skip over it for now. But the next big movie that we can talk about, which we can't spend too much time on, is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Probably the most um Nervous. mysterious film of the year, obviously because of the things that have happened so far over the last couple of years with Chadwick Boseman tragically passing away um, and him no longer being part of this franchise. Uh, we have Ryan Coogler coming back to direct with the... The cast returning, everyone except for uh, Chadwick. Um, we don't really know what's. Everything is really being kept under wraps at this point. It's we don't know the story. We don't know when it takes place. We don't know how it takes place. Uh, obviously, the rumors of Namor being involved are big. Who's going to take over the mantle? Um, conversations have been flowing for the past couple of years. But just quickly, gentlemen, what what are we thinking about Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? Obviously, I know that we're all looking forward to it. But what are some specific thoughts about this, uh, you know, sequel that has some very, very rough, um, you know, rough things going on about it?
1: I'm keeping my expectations for this movie dirt low. Really? Uh... Not not because not because I think it's going to be bad. I'm just saying, like, with everything that's going on, like, I I just like I'm just leaving it here. Like, I don't want to get hyped for it. I don't want to get excited. There are because there's certain
0: things you want to happen that you are afraid are not going to happen, and vice well, versa. Well,
1: that and knowing that T'Challa is not going to be in it is yeah. something that I don't think I've even gotten to the point where I'm, like, accepted of that yet. I mean, I, like, I mean, I haven't. Yeah. Because we, I
0: mean, we really haven't gotten to a story that since Endgame, we haven't gotten to a story that's mentioned him. So we haven't even like touched the fact that he's no
1: longer there. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. It, it scares me. I know it's in good hands. It just scares me. Like, because it's like, how do you, this movie just seemed to be like getting like punched in the face over and over and over. Over again. Well,
0: and you're speaking of the the
2: the COVID stuff with um, COVID. Yeah, with COVID Chadwick, delays like everything. Chadwick, right Wright. right Wright. Should... That. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just yeah, sorry. It
0: just honestly keeps. And, and Andy's right. This is what we're all waiting for. It's 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 almost July, and we have yet to see a trailer. I almost don't. They're want still to watch working one. hard just... on the movie. <laughs> I know. I, I, I think that they're probably going to save it for the week of Thor. I think that's probably the
1: time to release some kind of trailer. You think Thor. Oh, I don't even think it'll be out for Thor. I
2: think that's you the that's the
0: movie. that's the only big Disney release. You got Disney slash Marvel a teaser. A teaser. I think you have to release trailer. something. I
2: think like just... maybe
0: just like Ryan Coogler talking or the cast talking behind the scenes uh, about the movie. I Not even necessarily a trailer, but trailer. just. Just something about the movie because it comes out in November. It got pushed back to this time. We know what's happened with the film. Obviously, Chadwick, that's a big deal. But also the COVID stuff, the Letitia Wright stuff. We have no idea what is happening with the movie. Uh, Star Drew's right. We know that Marvel's headed to Comic-Con. That's also that, a big option.
1: Good call. That's probably like, where you see may-
0: Maybe it's not Thor. Maybe it's Comic-Con because it gives them a couple more weeks to kind of work on it. Um
1: Yeah, it's it's. By the way, I'm not pooping on this movie. I'm just literally like, I well, no, know how to feel, right? You have someone's home.
2: You have a lot of valid points. You know, there's so many things that could go wrong with this. I think about when Heath Ledger died after The Dark Knight. Christopher Nolan was kind of checked out, you know, the dark Knight rises, you could tell that, you know, it was not what he initially wanted to do. You know, Joker was going to be a part of that movie. I'm worried about that. If, it, if that could happen to somebody like Christopher Nolan, it can happen to somebody like Ryan Coogler, who, you know, Marvel has a plan, you know, they, they have, a uh, you know, they plant flags ahead of time, well ahead of time for these movies. And, while they may adjust some things, like they did Spider-Man: No Way Home, Most First of Madness, and whatnot, these movies are still going to happen because it's part of the bigger universe. So there is a concern that Ryan Coogler is pushing forward. He didn't really—I mean, nobody, nobody had the the idea that something like this could even happen. You know, Kevin Feige found out days leading up to Chadwick's death. So you take that um you know Jake how you feel about black adam i feel like that's how general audiences a lot are going to feel about this movie like you better get it right you, you better pay homage pay respect and if you're going to include chadwick like you do uh, a young luke skywalker or you know something like that you know that the the effects whatever you're going to do whether it's him in the the after what do they call the afterworld and black panther i think it's just afterlife yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what it's actually. Yeah, we yeah. you know, T'Challa went to visit uh, the former, the father. former
0: kings, the former. Yeah, kings, the, the yeah. former
2: kings. If if you're gonna have a scene like that with you know Chadwick in there, you know, and and you you better have that perfect, um, you know. But then you look at James Wan and Furious Seven and what they did with Paul Walker's Brian O'Connor character, and you're like, okay, it can be done, and you can you can bet your ass, Kevin Feige and Marvel, they're paying extra attention to the post-production of this movie and making sure they get it right. Otherwise you're going to, if this goes wrong, if, man, it's, but I mean, you know you're,
0: you're right, Gio. It's, it's the most important movie they made so far. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and I know that obviously end game and infinity war and all that stuff as far as story goes, bringing it over to get everything together. But um, it is by far the most important movie they made so far, because not only do they have to push the story forward for this world of Black Panther and the characters surrounding that, you know, mythology, but like you said they have to um pay respects to what came before them in Chadwick Boseman. Uh we've only seen this twice before. Once was The Dark Knight where Heath Ledger filmed and then he died before the release. Right? But then we saw this with Furious 7 and Paul Walker where he died in the middle of filming right. and they had to finish the actual project. Um there's multiple ways that they can do it. For me personally, I probably don't expect to see Chadwick physically outside of flashbacks of footage we've already seen, deleted scenes, stuff like that. a very Carrie Fisher vibe of episode 9 where they only reuse footage of her rather than creating digitally new stuff. Um, but I obviously the biggest, you know, just keeping that out of it and kind of like pushing the MCU story pushing forward, the biggest question is, like, what happens with the character of Black Panther?
1: And I think um, that's, for me, my biggest thing. I will not feel comfortable about this movie until I know what they're doing with that character.
0: I I agree. And, and you know, I, I don't know how everybody else feels, but I have a specific, you know, everyone has what they want to see. Um, I personally don't want to see Shuri take over the role. I think I Shuri is great as a character of Shuri. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she needs to take over the role of Black Panther. I think there's plenty of other options. Um, both uh, Umbaku and Nakia as two great options to take over the role of Black Panther. Um, it's it's just... very. I'm very curious. I'm very curious. You know, it's... I like that it you is called by far
1: Na- Nakia, which is the Miss Marvel one and not Nakia, which is... Is it Nakia? Nakia, Nakia? <laughs> Nakia it's, is it's Black spelled the same. Panther. It's, Nakia is... It's spelled the
0: same, whatever. Um... But it's, it's, you know, by far the most important film that they've made to this point, uh, you know, because they have a lot to do. Um, I will just say this, as a fan, you know, I 100% think we're getting Namor, but I also oh, 100% yeah. think we're getting the first reference of Doctor Doom in this film. Cool. I think Doctor Doom will be referenced, whether it's Ooh. Latveria or Doom himself, but I 100% think this movie will introduce or bring to light Doctor Doom to the MCU and... Uh, it's going to set up a lot of stuff going forward outside oh, I, of the actual Black Panther stuff.
1: That's been uh, rumored since before he passed away. I mean, that, that rumor's been around for a very long time. I, I think really at this point, Namor's whatever. a lock
0: in. Namor's a lock. I think Namor's a lock as well. I do too. I, do too.
1: I, I, I will, like I said, I will not feel comfortable about this movie until I know what they're doing with that character. Personally, Question, we're not going to
2: know until we're in, we're in the movie, though. So. <laughs>
0: I question, almost... a question just to kind of move the conversation on because we do have to move on. I want to ask you guys point blank about the Black Panther stuff. Do you think, you can answer simply, do you think that the selection of Black Panther happens through a, uh, a voting process of the government of Black Panther or Wakanda, excuse me, or do you think it's picked through the family slash like you know, history values of Black Panther.
1: I lately have been hoping that what they do is I have recently started to lean towards a recast of T'Challa just because I think it's important to have that character. How I think I What I would like to see right now as him not T'Challa, not in this movie. Someone else is Black Panther for this movie. And by three, we have a recast of T'Challa. That's what I'm hoping to
0: see. This is just my opinion. But if they ever do recast him and everyone can disagree with me or come after me, there's only one person for the job. Michael B. Jordan. I was you, you cast Michael B. Jordan as T'Challa. To me, that's that's my opinion. That's no. that's my opinion because of how much it meant. Like, I don't think anybody would care. Anybody. You recast him and put Michael B. Jordan in that role. I was gonna say John David Washington, but... John David Washington is great. He's it's a great choice. But I think you know, obviously he played great in Killmonger. But I don't think anybody would have a single issue with Michael B. Jordan playing T'Challa after what happened.
1: Just saying. Yeah. I, I personally, like I said, I think as a Marvel Comics fan, I think they would be doing the character of Black Panther a disservice. I mean, by I'm with you, Brian. Ending yeah. the run of T'Challa.
0: Well, he is so important to he so many
1: things, so critical to Marvel, to a culture. Yeah, to kids. Yep. It, it's. I, I mean, I will never forget how devastated my kids at work were when he died, and they lost that act, that character. And so that's why, in my mind, I'm praying they just don't pass it someone else i think t'challa is a huge character that they need to continue good point but i i don't good point know. brian and then this Gio. is again why i'm very standoffish of this movie do you any final thoughts before we uh, move on
2: unless you want me to share what i've heard no
0: no stop it insider jesus Go ahead and okay, go I, check out Phantom United for all the have, rumors and BS that Gio hears throughout. the. Year. I
1: have nothing more to add to this conversation. <laughs> Honestly, all I right, will say this. All right. On, on the record. I will say this. I'm very excited to see what they do with Namor. Me too. Me too. Because Namor is a super seen, exciting character. Because from what we've seen, heard, at least that I have, it is going to be very different than the one we met in the conference. <laughs>
0: No, that I won't happen. I will never bro. watch Black ever again. That won't happen, Jedi. That won't happen. Okay, <laughs> moving on. So that was November 11th. Uh, November 18th, there's a movie called out called She Said. Uh, nothing really known about that at the moment. Moving on to Thanksgiving weekend, we have a movie called uh, Bones and All. And then the Fable*. Fableman's. And then Strange World, which is that new Disney animated film that was released a couple weeks ago. Oh, I saw that. the trailer, uh, which was announced a couple weeks ago, which looks really, really cool. Um, so that comes out Thanksgiving weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I looked at it earlier, and it was on the schedule, but I'm pretty sure Creed Three is also slated for Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, I could be wrong, um, but I'm I'm pretty sure Creed Three is set up for November. And I'll just say it quickly because we don't know a whole lot. Uh, the Creed franchise is one of my current favorite franchises running I think they're one of the best legacy sequel movies to ever exist they've taken the Rocky franchise and really expanded on it in the best way the biggest and coolest thing about this movie is that Michael B. Jordan's actually directing this film um, we get to see him by the director's chair and it's the first time we get to see Adonis without Rocky because Sylvester Stallone is not coming back um, so there's a lot of intriguing things uh, but we're not sure if it actually comes out or not, or or if it's officially slated for this date just because it's not officially on the schedule. Uh, like I said, I saw it earlier for November, November 23rd, um, but because we haven't seen or heard anything, uh, just quick words, gentlemen, if you have any thoughts, Creed 3. Jonathan
2: Majors.
1: Oh, that's right. Hey. Right. Oh, he's in it? He's, he's playing
2: the villain, the bad guy.
1: Ooh. Okay. Go yeah. to Google.
2: Google. Yeah, you're images. right. Good call jonathan majors Creed 3 and look at some of the set photos
0: geo who do you think he's playing
2: i don't want to say mr t's uh son he's i but... i bet you he's not i'll i'll throw
0: you i'll throw your name out there i bet you he's playing adonis's brother
2: Ooh, that is sexy damn <laughs> wow talk about like family adonis's
0: brother
1: the brother and they're,
0: that, on, and they're on and they're
2: on opposite for,
1: ends of the ring. And this is the brother that like the dad loved.
2: Yeah, essentially Adonis's brother from another yep. mother. Yep. Mm-hmm. Woo! I mean, they're clearly different. <laughs> they're so different weight classes. Jonathan.
0: <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Oh man! So this so is like. Is...
2: So was Drago and Creed. Come on. Who cares, bro? Who cares? This is like Floyd Mayweather versus Mike Tyson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So moving on from Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, uh, you did forget
1: a movie for Thanksgiving weekend. Disney plus disenchanted comes out that
0: weekend. Oh, oh, okay. on, it comes out. On, I
1: apologize on Thanksgiving.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's the sequel to enchanted uh, Amy Adams. And mm-hmm. who is McDreamy? Dina, What's his name? Dean.
1: Oh, Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey, yeah, excuse yeah, me.
0: Yeah. Uh, they're returning James Marsden, also back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first movie was like a almost like a cult classic in a way. There's there's no yeah. doubt that this movie's going to crush. Once My mom so is so excited for this Yeah. Movie. yeah. This movie's going to crush. The movie's 100% yeah. going to crush. Yeah. Um, okay, moving into D- December. Let's go ahead and wrap this up as quick as we can, gentlemen. Uh, there's only really two major movies to talk about. But quickly, there's a movie coming out called Violent Night in De- on December 2nd, which is the first weekend of December. But then we would go ahead and move to December sixteenth, which Geo, we cannot spend twenty minutes on this. Please,
1: yeah, we
2: spent boost. twenty minutes on Thor Love the, and Thunder. It's
0: the final, the final, uh, not the final. Excuse me, the final or the final release of Avatar: The Way of Water. We are finally getting an Avatar sequel. It is officially hitting theaters December sixteenth. Uh, Geo, the floor is yours for as quick as you possibly can
2: be. Look, okay, I've uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we hash. Oh, we lost him. Damn it.
1: You're mean. (laughs) Let him talk.
2: (laughs) Oh, he's gonna be eating his words and all everything when he watches this movie. Okay, like, I
0: love how Brian thought that was actually real
2: for a second.
1: I did for a second. I went, wait, no,
2: and messed up.
0: Oh, Geo, go ahead,
1: go ahead, go ahead. You're, you're fine. You're
2: now, fine. No, all I'm gonna say is James Cameron. Okay, you can say whatever you want. Okay, it took ten years, whatever, to make this movie and whatnot. Even though the the entire world, the language, the speed, everything is from the mind of james cameron but you know what it's like i'm ha- i'm uh, happy for these people if, I'm happy if for these you people. haven't re the trailer again okay and by the put down your phone when you're watching the trailer okay put down the plate with the fork and it was the it trailer. was it came up before the laundry ear. and pay attention okay to it all right <laughs> it's james cameron it's a sequel which we know how james cameron is with sequels And the fact that he had to invent new technology because mocap underwater doesn't exactly work very well before James Cameron decided to reinvent the technology. Look, I'm going to be there opening night. I'm going to watch this movie. General audiences are going to watch you.
0: I'm going to be there with you, man, because I'm probably going to buy your ticket for
2: it. So, So. (laughs) hey, awesome. So, yeah, you're not going to respond to a
0: text message and I'm going to be like, oh, but he's probably really going to want to see this movie in IMAX. I should buy him a ticket. You know, I'll just be nice.
2: I just hope IMAX theaters can be able to present the movie in a way that James Cameron shot the movie and oh, made goodness. the movie. So Yeah, Avatar. Watch it.
1: I don't want to say I'm keeping my expectations low because I mean obviously it's gonna be I'm like incredible. this.
0: I'm like this right now.
1: I think I'm I think I'm personally just leaving it kind of like where it lies in the sense that I hopefully just get like blown away, you know, like if that makes sense where I'm just like like... the
2: first movie.
1: Yeah. But I was also like, what? 2009, Brian, 2009. (laughs) Yeah. A while ago. So I think it was still a teenager. So it's, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I, I'm. I have no doubt this movie will probably just kick ass and be incredible. But at this point, I'm just kind of like,
0: okay, Geo. Really, I'm gonna get copyrighted. Jesus, don't get copyright. It's like three seconds. Um. Look, no. As, as much as I give crap for this movie being 14 years too late, or what? 13 years. Um. The 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 first Avatar was a total like uh digital and just visual feat. The movie did fantastic and the and the story was great and it's James Cameron like you you really can't argue against James Cameron. I just come from a place of being extremely frustrated that we haven't seen a James Cameron film since 2009. Like it it is very frustrating that this movie has taken this long to be made. Um you know multiple delays and obviously the studio switch from from Fox to Disney and you know there's a lot of things that come into play but um, I'll still be there opening night. You know, I'm still going to watch it. Uh, I don't know. You know, it, it comes from a place of like, is it, li- is it too little too late to release, you know, three or four more movies. Um, and, and I hope that it absolutely blows me away. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping it's, it's one of the best movies I've seen over the last couple years. years. Um, you know, I know that it's going to be visually stunning. I know that because that's what James Cameron sets out to do. But is the actual film going to actually blow me away? That's what I'm hoping for. So um, I'll be there sitting right next to Geo opening night. I'll even place our t- tickets next to each other. So if it is great, he can throw it on my face. I'll prove it. I'll post a picture December no. 15th, Thursday night, that weekend. So um, He
1: might not want to sit next to you. At this no, point. it
2: doesn't sound like he wants to. So No, uh, I, I will right. say real quick. Seven-year difference between Alien and Aliens. Eight-year difference between Terminator and Terminator 2. So we'll see. Well, to the Aliens reference, Uh two different directors for the first two films, my guy.
0: Just saying. Got Aliens him! Aliens is better. Aliens and is better. It, it is better. You're right. It is better. But that is a wow. difference. We agree on one directors. thing. Okay.
2: There we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. And then uh moving into the second to the last weekend of December, we have December 21st which is uh, considered a uh, Christmas weekend. We have, I want to dance with somebody. Don't know what that is. Puss in Boots, the last wish, which is the Shrek spinoff. And then the big one, Shazam Fury of the Gods, DC's last yes. film of that year, the sequel to the Zachary Levi film, uh, and David F. Sandberg, who is coming back to direct as well. Uh, look, I mean, out of the DC films from this year, this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. I think Shazam was such a great, delightful surprise to many people. Um, and this one has really amped up on the cast. I mean, you have Helen Mirren, you have Lucy Liu, among many others joining yeah. this cast. Uh, they're looking to really dive into that mythology with the uh, Shazam family. Um, and if they keep the same
1: little kids get killed though,
0: I know. Right. Uh, and if, if they stick with the same tone and vibe of the first movie, I don't see why there's any reason why it wouldn't do just as well. I think Zachary Levi is pretty much perfectly casted for the role of Shazam. And, uh, if they're able to really capture what that first one brought, uh, I should have a great time with this one. So gentlemen, what do you think? I'm excited for this
2: one as well. Oh, I'm, Very I'm much. with you. Uh, um, this, I mean, just the first official photo that they released is the Shazam family and they, the costumes got an upgrade. Remember that was a big criticism uh-huh. of the first movie is how uh-huh. puffy the Zachary Levi, this one, it's like, man of steel vibes it's you know, night and not... day
1: difference
2: yeah um 100 percent. and then the fact that you have lucy lou who i haven't seen on a big screen in a lot long... i can't remember last time i've seen charlie's Liu, angels
0: it feels screen. like lucy lou
2: yeah uh, on the big screen she, like i, she I can't was, remember the last she was time in, I... she was in something look it up uh, i was looking up for you Right, go ahead, Gio. Go. So ahead. no, no, just everything that I'm seeing so far makes me even more excited. You know, Charlie's Angel. and then of course, anybody who follows uh, David Sandberg on Twitter and all the the tweets that he does and how he pokes fun of other DC movies and whatnot, he's a fun person to follow. But I have all the confidence in this sequel. You know, building off the first one, uh, I hope that this begins to you know set up the crossing of the uh, paths between Shazam and Black Adam it will be a darker movie um and you know that's that's all that can be said right now i still don't know if Sinbad is going to be in the movie or not if that was just a dc fandom prank or that was so weird but
1: i think he's in it hey
2: i love God, these, I'm
1: you gonna look it up. you're right geo i forgot how much better these costumes yeah, they look so much
2: better. And I'm just like, I mean, like, if because, you know, the first movie, Warner Bros. is like, okay, we'll give you some money to make this movie, but, like, after it being a hit, why not give it more money and increase the production value? So, yeah.
0: Um, it doesn't have Sinbad on the actual cast list at the moment, um, but I didn't realize, and maybe I, I knew, obviously, going in when, when it was officially announced, but... Uh, West Side Story's own Rachel Zegler is also in the movie Yeah, um, which I completely forgot about or maybe just overlooked I mean the I cast is pretty ridiculous dog. yeah she's playing Atlas uh, alongside Lucy Liu's uh, Calypso, Calypso and then Calypso. Helen Mirren's Hespera yep. uh, on top of Jim Hansu returning Zachary Levi, Grace Fulton, Dil- uh, Jack Dylan Glazer, Asher Angel Megan Good, Adam Brody yeah. I mean the cast is ridiculous. It's a ri- uh, DJ Katrona who plays one of the uh, grown-up versions of Shazam family. Um, the cast Wait, is bonkers. You good, said so
1: Atlas, Atlas is sh- on IMDb as a dude. Uh,
0: Rachel moment, is blank. I have it currently that she's playing Atlas, one on of the IMDb? three gods.
2: She's playing one of the gods.
0: Yeah, no, but, I I yeah. pulling I'm pulling up a cast list right now.
2: Are you on IMDb
0: though? No, I'm not. On, but IMDb is a fan made website, which is why I, I kind of. It has Derek
1: don't
2: know. Russo as Atlas. And for the love of God, if you're gonna put Superman in the movie, don't. I just do love the on down.
1: I love that on IMDb. There's a woman and her cast uh, act character is drunk
2: girl. <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I would love think? to be called "Drunk Girl."
2: For yeah. A movie.
1: <laughs> um, uh, can we really quickly hit the f- four movies that we didn't because they don't actually have a date, but are still supposed to come out this year? What's Go up for it? Just quickly. Uh, Glass Onion. Oh yeah, Knives Out. Oh,
2: Ryan Johnson, of course. Come on, De batista Um, Extraction Two. And a lot of uh, Daniel Craig, obviously. I'm
0: <laughs> guessing these are all Netflix films.
1: No. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh actually i don't now that i look at it i'm not sure uh i just literally looked at a thing uh i personally am excited for the tetris movie i'm very curious to see how that yeah goes.
0: i mean I, that's I need to still see coming footage. out this year i need to see footage of it first
1: and um, uh but but glass onion and extraction two sign me the f up hardcore, hardcore. um and this one especially uh killers of the flower moon
0: Oh, yes, the, wow. the well, Martin Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio film. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio film. Good call, Brian. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's funny. Scorsese films always get like a super late announcement on when they're coming out. Yeah, uh, It's right probably going to be, I, I would say it's probably going to be pushed to like late November, early December for awards. That's yeah. probably when we'll see it. hundred um, percent. But I mean, Scorsese films are obviously no brainers, whether you like them or not. Every time the one comes out, it's one of those movies you just have to go see.
2: Scorsese,
0: yeah, Scorsese and and you know Tarantino and uh, Fincher and just those guys. You, whenever a movie of theirs comes out, you just boom, come out. Um, I mean, oh, I'm Rachel, this for- is a good call too. There's a George Clooney, Julia Roberts rom com that comes out this year as well oh, that really? hasn't really had any announcement. Yeah,
1: Who I forgot about that. have the rom um, I
0: do miss. Years. I do miss the rom coms.
1: They've kind of died as of late. It's um, because they overdid it in the early mid 2000s, 2000s. Oh, Matthew mcconaughey to go back to his roots <laughs> seriously i mean i <laughs> every...
0: not, not gonna lie ghost of girlfriends past failure to launch love them
1: how to lose how a ten guy days. in 10 days how to lose
0: yeah. guys in ten, i love, Lo- love them i'm very ex-
1: sure. i'll say really i know i'm very excited for the glass onion be- strictly me for too. that cast
0: me too i agree yeah daniel Craig, that cast yeah. is bonkers the cast might be even better than the first movie it's it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous, and if and to know that it's kind of like his version of the murder in the Orny Express films, um, and they're he's just bad, taking they
1: poop on those movies. Oh, they're,
0: they're so much better, but it, he's just taking his creative freedom and, and you know turning it up to eleven. So, uh, yeah, again, another Netflix property, and hopefully that gets a theater release. Um, our gentlemen, well, there it is. We went way over time. Extra long episode tonight. There's the uh, the second hey. half of 2022 and all the movies that you know we're looking forward to. We want to talk about. Um, a lot of big movies coming out for the next six months. We're very excited. We'll be talking about them all here on Apocflix, uh Doing reviews. Maybe even some side videos for stuff that may be not on the main show. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff coming our way. Who knows? Very, very maybe exciting. we'll see
1: Jurassic Park at some point.
0: Maybe we'll see Jurassic Park and Lightyear <laughs> and I Elvis and... And all these movies that are coming out right now, maybe we will see those eventually. Uh, but for now, that's going to wrap up tonight's show, Apocalypse Now. To everyone who's watching currently, thank you guys so much. Stick around. Don't leave just yet because we have some quick plugs on where you can find us elsewhere. Quickly, Geo, where can they find you online?
2: Of course, you guys can find me on Twitter at Fandom United 21 Apocalypse Now on Tuesdays. Fando Lorian Club is on a break right now until... <laughs> there month. it is. Right? Next nice sec. Yeah. Uh, late August, late August, late August. So yeah, a little bit of a break, two months. Um, of course, fandom United where you can hear me talk about things I've heard as far as black Panther, Wakanda forever and, uh, <laughs> all these other things. So check me out. Uh,
1: a certain point of view. I uh, didn't call you Brian. What
2: if I wanted to go? The
1: schmo down. Uh, you can follow me like on Twitter at via Volacino, and, um, are we, Last time I got yelled at, are we doing Marvel Rewind tomorrow? I think so. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we'll... Last uh, week re- wasn't your fault. Last week was <laughs> not know. your fault. It was you my fault. Me when it asked. was my fault. It was my fault. So maybe Marvel Rewind tomorrow. Check Twitter. That's It'll Christmas. either be tomorrow or
0: Thursday, everybody. Just chill. Just chill. Uh, Starger, nobody cares about the flip of the Jays. Go He's away. saying that because um, they're
1: playing the Red Sox.
0: Okay, well, go Blue Jays. (laughs) Um, You can find me on POV with Brian each and every week. We're talking everything that is the movie trivia showdown. Uh, Like Brian said, Marvel Rewind is weekly where we are covering everything that is Miss Marvel. Uh, The show is fantastic, and we love talking about it. Mm -hmm. We have some really cool theories on stuff. Go check out last week's episode specifically. Uh, A lot of cool conversation from that one. We went off on a Um, tangent. Major tangent. Uh, Mm -hmm. And like Gio said, the Fan Lauren Club will be back when Andor comes back in August. Uh, which will leave us with some very, very cool stuff to talk about when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, and if you're interested, sorry. you know, go ahead, Gio. What?
2: No, no, go ahead. And then I'll ask you afterwards.
0: Um, if you're interested, I also have my own channel called The Whiskey Jedi, uh, where I don't only do just shows that uh, revolve around uh, reviewing whiskey and talking about topics that I love to talk about with some friends, but I also am re watching currently both the MCU and Star Wars with my fiance, who has never seen them. Nice. Uh, she has never seen the prequel Star Wars films. Uh, the Phantom Menace is up on the channel now. You can see our reaction, which is fantastic. And Attack of the Clones should be coming out here in the next week or so. Um, and I can't wait to get to those. So check those out. I'd love the support. Thank you guys so much for joining us as always. Geo, what was the final word?
2: I'll tell you. I'll ask you off, off screen. Oh, my uh, God. Avatar. Terrible. Avatar, Avatar 2. Go watch any
0: theaters. I'm going to remove you from the stream. Thank you so much, everybody. Hope you guys have a great night, and we'll catch you guys next week.